What's up, everybody? This is TJ Reed, and you are listening to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. We are on a mission to help you develop consistency, a thriving career, and to find company for the journey as a leader. Join us and leaders from over 300 cities around the world as we now dive into Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. I am your host, TJ Reed, and this is episode 175, The Four Rare Habits of a Leader. And this is number four, Endure Hardship Well. We talked a little bit in the last episode about the four rare habits, and we just just love the quote from uh, Marcel Schwantz in his article on uh, Inc. Magazine, the problem with hiring or promoting people strictly based on things like drive, charisma, and achieving results is that we often place selfish, immature individuals into important positions. And so today we're going to talk about this idea, this concept of enduring hardships well. Recently, I listened to Barack Obama's most recent book, A Promised Land, um, and it is a 28-hour doozy if you're listening to it on Audible. But man, so many great little nuggets from uh, of just, just some leadership lessons that I learned from this time. One specific one that was really kind of poignant for me that really described some of the experience that I've had as a leader before was... Um, Prior to his first inauguration, um, they they got some intel, and he and David Axelrod, who was his campaign uh, director manager, I'm not sure what the title is there, um, they were let know that there were some terrorist people that were trying to do some very bad things um, prior to the inauguration. Um, but it was something that had to be kept quiet between he and David Axelrod. Um, it was something that... They weren't sure what would happen, but he was actually given um, a speech to give should some sort of attack happen there um, as part of that. Uh, this is this is just how crazy all this was. So he's detailed all this the night before the inauguration. And he talks about the next morning as he goes to the National Cathedral for, uh, I think it was like a prayer service or some sort of uh, type of service before the inauguration. And he mentioned sitting there in the National Cathedral with his mind elsewhere other than what was being spoken from the stage. And one of the things that he said I thought was so good and I think really speaks to enduring hardship well as a leader is he said, I realized that I was turning a corner, that it was now my responsibility as a leader to be calm on the outside while things may be raging on the inside that I was aware of. Man, how how descriptive is that of like the responsibility of a president or even as a leader, if you're a leader, um, I, I can tell you that I remember times, um, I remember a time really when I was leading a team, um, when a strong leader in our division left and I was asked to step in and to lead that team Um I would describe that some of the people felt demoralized because they loved this leader. Uh, They were complaining about some of the accountability that we were placing on them in this next step of life. And we weren't truly quite sure about where we were going yet. So when uh, President Obama describes some of these challenging things, and by no means is 
was my leadership experience as challenging as having a potential terrorist attack on the inside of your mind. But you know what I'm talking about, these these challenging times as a leader when you're in an organization, um, these things are swirling inside of you. And they can be tense days. They can be days that you take it home um, where you're just having a hard time. Um, but really, like what, what I want to talk about uh, here in the next few moments is that when any variety of hardship hits, there's probably three things that you need to look for as a leader. So three things you should look for as a leader when any hardship hits. The first thing you should look for is your outlook. No, I'm not talking about your email inbox because that can definitely be a nerve wracking distraction in the midst of what can be a intensely emotional time, but you want to look for your outlook. I can remember so many times um, in the fast growing organization that I was in as a leader that I would go home with just my mind reeling, just not sure what was up from down or what was going on or why that person acted like this today. Um, And with mind reeling and sometimes sleepless nights, I would have to make sure that I put things in place that helped me to have a a different outlook or a better outlook the next day that I came into work. And so I'm not saying that you're not going to feel negative about certain things that happen to you or in your organization. That's going to happen. But it's your job as the leader to endure hardship well. You've got to have a different outlook. You can't just stay in the negative. You can't just stay in the, ah, it's all going to fail. It's all screwed anyways type of mindset. Uh, you've, you've got to be responsible for your outlook because the way that you conduct yourself and the outlook you have the next day as you come back into the office is all you. You couldn't have changed what happened yesterday because you were surprised by it. It's something that caught you off guard, but you're responsible now for what your outlook looks like today. So what are you going to do about that? So your outlook. The second thing, uh, this is kind of what plays into your outlook, is your outlet. Your outlet. And um, it's important that as you are having tough times or struggles or something like that, that you have some sort of outlet. If you're getting pressure from your boss, that your outlet isn't just to take it out on your team with the same amount of pressure that your boss has been giving you. That's the thing. Leaders carry that weight, that pressure. And I think sometimes people don't realize that, but leaders carry that pressure on their shoulders sometimes. And it's your job really to figure out the right amount of pressure to share with your team, to get them moving in the right direction. But then also, how can you help so that they don't feel the full weight of this, but can still feel encouraged and excited to show up for the work that they're doing? Your outlet is how you do that. You know, for for so long, I didn't go to counseling or therapy. And man, I am sure that some of my jacked up mindsets and stuff uh, came out with the people that I was leading. And I, I reflect on that sometimes. I feel I've felt bad about that at times for the way that I've done that outlet. But man, 
What is your outlet? What's the way that you get out those things so that you're not taking it out on others? You're not taking it out on your family or whatever. You can look to counseling. Man, find some friends that are outside of your organization that you can just vent to and share with how you're feeling about things. They can maybe sometimes give you some perspective on that. And if you're not exercising, that's a great way to just kind of get out that loose energy that you're just not sure to do with sometimes. As well as something I've been learning lately, too, is just meditation and breathing and finding a way to calm your brain down so that you can really zoom out in your perspective of the the problem and and just get some different perspective than where you're at right now. So when you're going through a variety of hardship, things to look for. The first thing is your outlook. The second thing is your outlet. And then the third thing is your output. Emotions can sometimes get in the way of realizing kind of where we're going and the goal that we have. It's important that some, sometimes the goals change, the targets change a little bit, but it's important to get really clear on that so you know that what you're working for, so that you know that you're not spinning your wheels and really not getting anywhere in what you're doing. So figuring out your output is important too, so that especially as a leader, you can begin to point towards that with your team. Okay, we've got these six things swirling around that are a distraction right now, but here's the output we're looking for. Here's the measures that we're looking for, and here's what I am putting your attention on right now as a team member because this is important to us, your output. So when any hardship comes your way, I encourage you to think about those three things because I think that they're so important in the work that we do as leaders. Look for your outlook. You can't change what happened to you today, but the outlook that you come in with tomorrow is your responsibility. Second of all, your outlook, making sure making sure that you have an outlet, whether it be counseling, friends, exercise, meditation, breathing, or whatever it looks like for you, have an outlet so you don't take it out on your team. And then third of all, your output. Know the results that you're seeking. Continue to refocus and make sure that you're aiming for the right things and that your team knows where to aim so that you can hit the target every time. And that's the first of the four rare habits, endure hardship well. I hope that you'll join us next week for the second of the four habits. And I hope that you have a great rest of your week. Stay healthy, leaders. Endure hardship well. Work on your outlook, your outlet, and your output, and I will talk with you next time.